Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut, natural beaut. Wake up! Grab a brush and put a little makeup! It's Snatch Butte, and I'm feeling good today. Welcome, it's Jackie Johnson, your host. I'm in a good mood, and it feels good to be in a good mood. Uh, We're in full swing, guys, Snatch Butte. I think this is episode... 18? Um, so we're doing this. This is happening. And I just wanted to take a moment and pull the curtain back a bit and disclose, uh, some of the upkeep going on here at Natch Butte. Um, I get a lot of emails. People want to know what's going on. So here we go. I'm just going to disclose that, uh, as of today, as I'm sitting in this chair, Natch Butte is a hobby, meaning I have not made a dime off of this podcast yet. Now, there has been money in the in the ether. I just haven't gotten it yet. And I'm and I'm telling y'all this because I get emails that people are like, I bought this, I bought that. You said you like this, I bought it, I love it. Is there any way we can give you quote unquote credit for the things that you've told us about? And there are a few ways you can help me out. But no, it, the long story short, no. This is just the way of the pod, baby. I talk about makeup and skincare. You like it, you buy it, cool. I don't work for the companies. I'm just a, a mere mortal in this vessel here. So if you wanted to help me out, I'm gonna, I made a list of like a lot of effort all the way to like barely any effort of things you can do if you were interested in helping me out. So the most effort, uh, if you want to put in a lot of effort, I would say go to the website, natchbutte.com. Click Contact Jackie. I have a P.O. box listed. If you want to send me a check, <laughs> feel free. Uh, you know, personal, cashier, whatever. Yes, that's crazy. But I, like I said, I made a list of all the things you can do. You could also send me an email. And uh, I have a Venmo. You want to Venmo your girl some money? Go ahead, baby. The money I get goes back in because I keep buying stuff. I bought the uh, ColourPop concealers that came out this morning. I woke up and set my alarm and I bought them. That's coming out of my pocket because I need to know. Okay? So, again, I know that sounds crazy, but I just said I would be thorough. So these are the things you could do if you were feeling crazy. Uh, what's next? Okay. Here's one that I feel a lot of people could probably do, and it would be very minimal effort. If you're an Amazon shopper, natchbutte.com, my website, now has affiliate links. It took me about three months to figure it out, but I figured it out. They approved me. So now, if you go to natchbutte.com, which after every episode, I post an episode guide the day the, the, the episode airs, and I, discuss, I put everything we discuss. If it happens to be a product that you can buy on Amazon... There's an Amazon link. If you click on the Amazon link, it doesn't matter if you buy what I talked about or not. But if you just go to that link and then continue to purchase things from Amazon from my link, I get a very, 
very tiny amount of money for that. So let's just give an example. Let's say I link a Scylla sponge, a silicone makeup sponge on Amazon, and you click on that link. You don't buy a Scylla sponge, but you end up uh, buying a Devil Worship candle starter kit on Amazon. Your girl will get paid from your Devil Worship candles. I don't care what you're buying, okay? You can buy your Devil candles, you can buy your kitty litter, I don't care, but I will get a very tiny amount from that purchase. So, it's a nice way to pay me back if you were, if you were interested. Everybody buys on Amazon, so if you want to do that, go ahead. Um, you know, because those damn, I don't know how they do it, but the YouTube people, they link everything and they get money for it. I can't figure it out. Sephora is lost to me. I don't know. I don't know. Ulta, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Okay. I'm doing my best. All I'm saying is if you want to buy some shit on Amazon, click on Hatchfeet.com and click from Amazon. Maybe I'll get some cash. Okay. Next amount of minimal effort. Write an iTunes review for Natch Butte. It gets Natch Butte on the map. It gets people to notice it. It gets it on the charts. It makes my dad proud because I've lived in L.A. for 11 years. And he's like, you sure you don't want to move home, Jackie? You know, you have a pretty shitty apartment. You're not doing... I know, Dad. I know, okay? If people would click on the Amazon links, maybe I'd be making you proud. I'm doing my best. So... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, write an Amazon review. Subscribe. That's a very minimal effort. Um, you can follow me on social media if you want. Um, it's at Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram. That's with one L, Michelle. And at Jackie underscore Michelle with one L on Twitter. People want to see numbers. I keep sending emails. They're like, uh, you don't have any followers. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't. I'm trying my damn best, okay? So if you want to follow me on Instagram, please do it. Help my social media numbers get me attention because Wet and Wild won't return my emails and Glossy will never speak to me again. So, so far, I'm doing real damn good. Everybody wants a piece of me. So next thing I'm going to say, a quick turn of emotions here. <laughs> is that truly I'm very, very grateful for everybody listening. The podcast is four months old. This world is ugly. And y'all are giving me comfort every day that everything's going to be okay. I'm, I'm loving the emails. I'm loving the camaraderie. Shout out to my honeys in the Facebook page. They're my thousand best friends. Um, I love y'all. Every day is a delight in that group. And I'm just digging the whole vibe of Nash Butte and the listenership and everything. So everything's going to be okay, okay? Even if you don't click on the Amazon... Even if you don't write me a review, everything's going to be okay. My dad will eventually come around. Eventually, he'll stop asking me if I want to move home. I am a married woman, but he still continues to ask me. That's another thing. Okay, the last thing I'm going to talk about, I love making my guests sit here in silence. The last thing I'm going to talk about is the cruelty-free thing. So sometimes people are like, "Um, your guest said something about Mac, and you didn't say anything about them testing on animals. Listen, guys, I invite my friends into this pod as a guest. They're a welcomed guest, okay? I'm not going to start bashing their life and their choices and what they do. So here's what you listen out for. And it depends on the guest. Some people I'm more comfortable with, depending on my friendship with them and how long I've known them and whatever. So sometimes I let it slide. Sometimes I might call them out. I don't care, though, because here's the thing. If you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. So if my guest wants to get, you know, talk about their Makeup Forever palette... And I don't say anything. Take a wild guess that I ain't about that. But then they mention there's still a liquid lip. I'm going to go, oh, still is cruelty free. So there you go. 
That's how you can tell, okay? If I say something about it being cruelty-free, then it probably is. If I don't, it probably isn't. So I don't want any more emails saying, why didn't you Why didn't you say anything? I thought this was a cruelty-free podcast. It is. Your girl's only going to talk about that. But I can't help what comes out of people's damn mouths. This is an unscripted podcast, okay? And not everybody feels the same way I do. That's okay. This is America, baby. You have your own decision. We It's the land of the free, okay? We can buy whatever we want. We can do whatever we want to an extent. We know there's some restrictions on our ways of life. Uh, but not always. When it comes to makeup, everybody can buy whatever they want. USA! 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 Alright, that's enough. Uh, I think that's good. Eight minutes and a half. I'm ready to roll! The makeup party is starting! Let's welcome our guest. She's a professional makeup artist. Oh, she's... Because of her line of work, uh, working in comedy, and she's the head makeup artist on Drug History, she's done everything. She's done makeup on everybody, hair on everybody. She does f- special effects, beauty work, aging makeup. She does everything. we got a lot to talk about. Her name is Kat Bardot. Welcome. Hi. Are you excited? Yeah. Did I get you riled up? Oh, my God. I've been excited about this for weeks, and it was so hard for me to like just shut up through... All of your stuff. Through my I'm rant. Like, oh, you're so funny. I just want to laugh at you, but I can't. You laugh can laugh. I, I welcome laughs. I'm not here. I welcome laughter. <clears throat> So we have so many questions. I, I, you know, we put up on Nashview.com, ask a, ask a pro MUA. Oh my God, did we get questions? And a lot of them are very interesting. So we have a lot to cover. We have to talk about eyebrows because, you know, you do eyebrow microblading. You did my eyebrows. Everybody wants to know about Jackie J's eyebrows. God, we got a lot to talk about. So I think I got a lot of questions sort of asking, how did you become a makeup artist? Where did you go to makeup school? Okay. How did you get your start? That's like kind of the, I got like 15 of those questions. So I think that's a great place to All start. All right, okay. Um, so I did not go to makeup school. Interesting. Um, I went to undergrad at a little school called SUNY New Paltz in upstate New York, and I was a painting major. And I focused mostly on portraiture, and I started doing uh, makeup with the photography students. I think my first ever like real shoot with this with my friend Ryan Fluger, who's now a, like a huge photographer in New York. Um, and were you into makeup as a as a youth though? Always, I like yeah. my dad was really good at doing my Halloween makeup. So then I got really into that, and then I would like do my brother's makeup for Halloween, and I was like just that girl who would do everybody's makeup for like prom or homecoming, and <clears throat> but you were just all self taught. Yeah, I d- and there was no such thing as YouTube back then, so there were no tutorials. It's just, like, trial and error and, like, using, like, cheap drugstore makeups. Yeah. There's no Sephora. So you just kind of, because you had an art eye, you kind of parlayed the painting and art into painting a face. Yeah, I felt like it was really similar. Like, painting on a canvas and painting on a face is the same thing. I'm just using a different medium instead of using oil paints and using makeups. So when I moved out to L.A., my whole idea, I had never been to L.A. before. I was just like, I want to work in TV. I knew since I was probably eight years old, I got obsessed with Saturday Night Live. I was like, I want to make characters. That's what I want to do. Moved out to L.A., had to get a full-time job to pay the bills, um, and had to kind of put off going to makeup school. Then I ended up assisting on, like, a student film, and I was like, this is horrible. I don't want to do this. Like, I'm, like, sitting in a hallway by myself all day. I'm bored. Like, and I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, you know, because I'd never had any kind of set experience Being on a set is so weird. It's such a weird world. Yeah, there's etiquette you just don't 
know about until you're in it, basically. I learned from being an extra. Oh, that's a really great way I was to an learn, extra honestly. for like two years. Anything that came out between 2007 and 2009, I'm in the background of. And I'm not joking. You could try me right now, and I'll probably, like, Step Brothers. There's a big scene of Step Brothers. I'm literally in the frame. I mean, any movie. Where are, are you at the Catalina Wine Mixer? Where are no, you? No, there's a scene where John C. Riley's eating a burrito. Uh, Will Ferrell, like, drew on his face when he was asleep. And he's eating a burrito, and he doesn't know his face is, like, drawn on. Mm. And I'm just standing directly behind him, and I'm in full focus. And I'm just like looking at him like, ew, that guy has something on his face, you know? Like it's so stupid. I'm gonna look for you next but time. But I I mean I saw it in theaters at the Arc Light and my friends I was with were like, Is that you? And I was like, Yes. Um so I have that could be a whole other podcast, honestly. My background life. Oh my god, do I have stories. Oh yeah. But I learned how to be on a set. Yeah, that's a great way to learn. Yeah. I uh, it took me a while to really understand it all since I never went to school so I didn't have any teachers to like teach me I never had a mentor or anything I mean that's insane I I thought you had to go to school I guess it's sort of like actors we don't have to go to actor no, school for hairstylists you do have to go and get your cosmetology license because if you're not licensed in the state of California then you can't be in union but makeup artists we don't have that prerequisite and there used to be a test to get into the union but because of like lawsuits with contract services they took the test away so now it's basically like you do your hours or you flip in and you get in the union very interesting so at that point did you ever kind of do any makeup training or how did you kind of learn what you're fucking doing oh my god i feel like i just got really lucky honestly i mean it was luck and like a lot of hustling but you know what you're doing so how did you learn how well you're damn doing i'm just self-taught like okay so I think my first shoots really started doing photography when I was doing burlesque and, like, pinup modeling. So I was doing – people liked the way I did my makeup, so I'd do makeup on their shoots and stuff. Um, and then I was doing theater at Sacred Fool Theater Company. I was doing, a, like, a late-night sketch comedy show, and I didn't think I wanted to do makeup anymore. I was like, I'm over it. And then a friend of mine was like, I'm going to take this sketch. I'm going to turn it into a pilot. Will you do, like, costumes on it? And I was like, sure. And then he's like, will you do the hair and makeup, too? And I'm like, Okay. So, like, I did it for free for, like, over, like, Easter weekend in, like, 2007 or something. And I had, like, the best time. I had so much fun because I was on set with friends. I was making comedy. I was making characters. And I was like, oh, maybe this is something that I do want to do. And then I got asked to do a pilot with Maria Bamford from doing that. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love She's, her. Yeah. I was like, of course. It was called the Mills of Minnesota. It never saw the light of day. But <laughs> it was really fun. Mills of Minnesota didn't become the next big, yeah. huge show. I'm shocked. It was funny. It was good. Um... But then from there on that Maria Bamford pilot, I met a wardrobe stylist who's like, oh, you like working with com in comedy? You should work for Funny or Die. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that's my dream. Like, I would love to work with Funny or Die. And I was like, how should I contact them? She's like, just go on their website. I'm like, what do you mean just go on I their website? I mean, that website? was when they had just kind of started and it was like a good time to get in there. It was small. Like, it had only been around a few years. But like at that Pearl point, the Landlord, right? They had, yeah. yeah, the Landlord, and that was huge. So I thought it was like this mega company because they had so many viewers. So she's like, oh, just go on their website and email them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, info at Funny or Die? It's, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it was. Info at Funny or Die. I wrote them and I'm like, hey, I'm a makeup artist. I had like hardly any experience at that point, but I'm like, I like working in comedy. Here's a link to my portfolio. I got an email back in like a half hour from who is now like their executive producer, Mike Farah. And he was, he's like, uh, hey, yeah, are you available tomorrow? And I was like, oh my yeah. God. And so I did my first ever shoot uh, with them, like, and I was there for almost three years. And you worked on like every huge famous person ever in I that job. I feel like I owe my 
entire career to that job, like that three-year chunk that I spent at Funny or Die, I met so many people who I now am still working with yeah. today. Because that's what I tell. I feel like that's the main story of this whole nugget of advice is it's all about who you know, baby. You work one little crappy yeah. job with some kid who's really talented but maybe doesn't have a career yet. In three years, he's going to call you up when mm-hmm. he's when he's doing well. And But uh, it was just crazy to just fall into it that way and they would call me sometimes and be like hey so um we need to make tim allen's face look like it's made out of tree bark and <laughs> tomorrow so you know how to do that and i'm like yeah totally and i'm like fuck i don't know how to do that yeah so like take out my little tiny special effects kit that i had at the time and i, was, I made it out of like toilet paper and latex and i did some practice trials on my arm and i was like okay i got it and i went to set the next day and i did it yeah because you do some pretty extensive uh like old age makeup I've seen you do, especially on Drunk History. You guys are doing aliens. You guys are doing all kinds of crazy shit. So, like, you never trained to do that even? No, I just pra- always just practiced on my own or, um, like, I think I learned how to I learned how to do a bald cap from my friend Alexia O'Brien who just did one on set in front of me in, like, 45 minutes because he's so fast. It's crazy. And he's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. And he's explaining it as he goes. And that was literally how I learned. And I've done I don't even know how many of them at this point. Well, I will say, though, Kat is the most type A OCD person. <laughs> and, and I love that because I'm the opposite. Her makeup and everything is labeled and very extensively organized by color. And it's very impressive. And if especially if you're like an organization nerd, you'll like you'll trip out looking at her shit. I mean, her house, her makeup, everything is. And I feel like that's a true testament to your um, focus and your drive and just always keeping your shit together. Yeah. You know, if somebody says, oh, can you make tree bark for Tim Allen's face? Say, yep. And you figure it out. Most people would be like, uh, uh, nah. that's what I would do. <laughs> I would probably just go to a tree and skim some bark off the top of it and glue it. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> so uh, any do you have any advice for anyone that's thinking of becoming a makeup artist? And then segue into what are like the first five nice items they should purchase for their kit? Like oh. have to, have to, have to have. Okay, that's ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so my advice for people who want to become a makeup artist is honestly, ooh, this sounds so bad. Don't go to school. Don't do it. Because what I feel like the schools, they charge you so much money. And then they just, they're a factory and they crank out artists that are all trained to do things the exact same way. So like I know people who went to MUD and they... Like, all do their cat eye the same way that Mud taught them how to do it, which I don't agree I've with. I've had my makeup done by a couple Mud girls. And how'd that go? I mean, I'm so picky. Uh, I hate everything. And I that's why I literally hire you every time you're available for whatever I need because, like, I just am so obsessed with the way you do things. Uh, the day you did my makeup on Drunk History, I left and I had an audition. I had a callback and an audition. I... Booked the job, oh. and then I got on a veil for the—I got a callback for the other one, and then showed up with, like, my ugly makeup that I did myself and didn't book it. But <laughs> I just, like, you just make me look—you just—I don't know what you do. You're oh. a damn genius Thank wizard. You. because And that's why I was like, oh, my ma- my wedding, the you know, most important day of my life, obviously I'm hiring the person who <laughs> does makeup the best I've ever it seen. It was an honor. I was so happy to do your makeup for um, I love that, though, because I tell people all the time, don't go to college. Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to shit on people who, like, went to Mud or, like, Westmore or wherever they went. Like, I just find that, like, when you have to figure things out on your own, you come up with your your own style. And 
I don't think it's like necessary. There's no formula to doing makeup right. It's not like you do a cat eye this way and this is the right way. It's like, no, like you do what it works for you and what works for your client's face. Um, right. But f- how do you know how to do How do you know that? Is well, it my, just intuitive? For some people, yes. But for people who don't ha- just naturally have that in them, uh, my suggestion is to like intern with a makeup artist, like find a makeup artist who's non-union because a non-union makeup artist can bring you on their shows for free just to like watch and help them. Whereas if you're, you can't, you can't work with a union makeup artist because you literally am not allowed. You're not allowed yeah. to touch anything. And like, union you have to strong, baby. Yeah. So find a non-union makeup artist who is working on the regular. Say, I would love to assist you. I'll work with you for free. I had a girl who um, I had met up in San Francisco. Her name's Kathleen Pardo, who contacted me. And she's like, do you have advice for me? I'm like, don't go to school. Come work with me. She worked with me for like a year for free. I helped her build her kit with all my discounts. And now she's got like a really great career. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, yeah. So let's say, Jackie, me, I'm like, I want to break into the biz, baby. I go to Namie's, I go to Sephora, whatever, and I say, I need five things that are just an absolute, gotta have them. All right. What's the first thing I grab? I mean, I can't put them in any order, like one through five, because right. they're they're all so important for different right. reasons. But like the first thing I'm thinking of is eyeshadow primer is everything. Interesting. For me. And not all eyeshadow primers are created equally, and they'll say they won't crease, but they will. Um, my two favorites are I had always used Urban Decay um, eyeshadow potion mm-hmm. for a long time. However, it is a little pigmented, so it doesn't work super great on darker skin tones. It mm-hmm. starts to make them look ashy. And they have multiple different ones. I don't know if you tried them they all. They do. They've they have like colors. 17 of them now. Yeah, there's like shiny ones. Yeah. Like Sin is one of them. But I really love the Smashups one because it's totally colorless. It, Which like, is great because we're all about those honeys of color mm-hmm. and find a makeup for them. And it stays on all day and it doesn't crease. And like the application is beautiful. It's like. But do you use makeup? Do you use eyeshadow primer for like every day or just specifically for camera stuff? Because I've had a conversation. Part of me thinks it's bullshit. Do we really need it? You're saying yes. If I am wearing eyeshadow, I am wearing eyeshadow. Okay, I'm not changing wearing my life. eyeshadow on my day to day. Like today, I have no eyeshadow on. Yeah. But if I'm like going out at night, like I will not put eyeshadow on without a primer because then it comes out like patchy and it doesn't stay on. And people like will use their concealer or foundation, and I'm like, no. Okay, you're changing my life. <laughs> I can't blend my eyeshadow to save my life, and that's maybe why. that's why. Damn, motherfucker! I gotta that's get exactly a damn why. Urban Decay. Send me some primer. Send me some primer. Urban Decay. <laughs> okay, this is so funny because I it hasn't come out yet as we're recording this, but in my episode, uh, there's a whole episode on makeup conspiracy theories, and I say I think eyeshadow eyeshadow primer is bullshit. I think it's yet another thing they tell us we need wrong, to get girl. us to buy stuff. <laughs> well, wrong. this is why we needed a professional. You're my first <laughs> professional to come in here. Awesome. So, very good. Okay, so okay. primer, eyeshadow primer. Eyeshadow primer. 
a good moisturizer yep. for sure because that is the you're priming your canvas like yes. before you even put a primer on like you have to moisturize it's so important i really love the Embryolise like cream concentrate moisturizer oh i don't know what that is but it sounds expensive i really like that it's good cuz it's good for like all kinds of skin tone uh skin types okay. um so okay that's number 2 number 3 would be um a primer for your face okay. in general if you're wearing foundation mm-hmm. it's important there's a few I like. See, it depends because it's like, what kind of skin yes. type does the person have? Do they have enlarged pores? I would say my like go-to is the Hourglass Veil yep. Primer. That's what you use on my wedding. It's not super great for dry skin, but it's beautiful and it cancels out redness and it Cruelty just gives like a nice velvety finish. Yes. Very cream. expensive. I don't it have is. anything from the Hourglass line, even though it looks obviously because you Ugh, did all that on it. my wedding. You, That's what I was wearing. It's fantastic. I just haven't wanted to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Have you used their little stick yet? That super full coverage stick, foundation stick? No, I haven't. It looks fantastic. I want it really bad, but it's so expensive. It's like $70. Yeah. It's, it's probably worth it, though. Yeah. I love their products. Yeah. They're amazing. They have... These face powders that are just like slightly shimmery, so they reflect the light really well. Why can't I remember an actual like name? I can look it up. It'll be on Nashby.com on the blog, baby. But that's not one of the products of the five I'm saying, because that's like a very specific thing. So, okay, what do we have so far? Eyeshadow primer, moisturizer, moisturizer, and face face primer. Um, a tr- good translucent powder is super important. So, okay, come come at me with this. I can't find one that I, I can't find one. What? I don't know. I feel like if I don't do any, if I barely put any, it did nothing. If I put too much, it starts caking on me and I see like creases and I see like, I just can't figure out the powder. Okay, so the powder is really good for right after you put your foundation on to set it. Yep. But if you're constantly doing touch-ups all day to knock down your shine, that's when it'll start to really like build up and sit in your pores. So the oil blotting sheets are really great. That's what instead. Stephanie Beatrice said when she was on here. Yeah. You know, she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was like, we stop powdering after a while. We just blot. Yeah. yeah. You only use powder like in specific instances. But the powder I do really like is another Urban Decay product. Yep. I Hello love back. their D-Slick pressed powder that one's really good so that's like what you'd use on a person in your chair yes because kogendo discontinued my favorite one they were cruelty free as well i love their stuff yeah i didn't know it was kogen i thought it was kogen but what do i know who knows i could be wrong that shit's expensive too it is that's what esther wears i never heard of it until she told me about it. it's real nice so all right i think you have one left one left okay so i love tart products tart is probably my favorite cruelty free baby and i would say it's either in between their their liquid lip paints are great Mm -hmm. they don't transfer at all they stay on really well they don't feel super dry i've never used one oh my god they're amazing um but i also really love their clay liner it's Mm -hmm. like a liquid but it's thicker it's more like a gel it comes in a pot it comes in a little tube it's like amazonian clay i always have problems with the packaging of it like i'll squeeze it and then like a hole pop out the wrong (gasps) end Uh oh well that's not then you cute. Gotta down after that. Um, yeah, Tarte is a cruelty-free product. Have you used Maneater Mascara yet? No. I keep seeing pictures of it. I think it's a new product. It, it's in a tube with like a kind of leopard print. Mm-hmm. It's called Tarte Maneater. And I'm like, I like the name, baby. But oh. apparently it's great. I'm going to... I need a new cruelty-free, like, good mascara. Yeah. And so that's one that I want to check out. Um, Great mascara. The, okay, here are my favorite mascaras. Okay, great. Now that we're on mascaras. 
Is benefit cruelty free? Yes. Okay. No, they're oh, not. They're we not. hate benefit. No. Is it uh, roller? Roller lash. Yeah, everybody love loves it. My and then I, for the bottom lashes, this is really important. Yeah. Blink tubing mascara, which is cruelty free. It's not waterproof, so waterproof make waterproof mascara gets broken down with the oils of your skin, so it will transfer and you'll get those black smudgy lines. Every the tubing I look does in the not. damn mirror and I look like a damn raccoon yeah. after five minutes. You got to use that blink. On Even the right now, lashes. I probably have it. I hate it. I don't see it. You look good. Good. Oh, I I check a lot. You know. Yeah. Got to got to before I come in to see Stephen Ray Morris, I got to make sure I look cute. Wait. So now that I just talked about liquid lipsticks, can I segue in, into something about liquid lipsticks? Yes, really quick? please. Okay. I've tried probably every brand. Of course you have. I love them. Anastasia, love Stila, love Tarte, love. So recently, um, there's a newer company called BH Cosmetics. Yeah, I know BH. Yep. I just ordered. They had this huge sale. I've never bought from them yet. I ordered an 88-color palette for Ooh. $8. Yeah. And I was like, damn, bitch. So I had to get it. I they're cruelty free. I saw that they sent Most you shit on your Instagram. Yeah, yep. and they label it on the website, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's so helpful. They were very generous. They sent me a lot of stuff. I told them that I was going to come on to your podcast, <gasps> and I was like, Jackie Johnson loves liquid lipsticks, and I just tried your new liquid lipsticks, oh. and they stay on so well. And the colors $8. are beautiful. I and ordered eight ninety nine. They're not here yet. When I ordered, okay, mine. girl. Well, I have a <gasps> surprise for you. Oh my god. I never get gifts on here. I only give them out. Those two you bought, you're going to have to give away as gifts because I can put in my here is box. every single color they make. Shut up. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God. What am I going to do with my life? They have metallic finishes. Oh, they have matte what? finishes. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. They have, oh, like, my. bright blue. There's, a, like, a bright blue one in there. Oh, my, what am I going to do with my life? Girl, you're going to wear a different lip color every day. What am I? I'm I'm shooketh, clearly. <laughs> Look at poor Chooch. Chooch is, this is she literally she couldn't care stunned. less. She's just like, you know, blink, whatever. <laughs> I'm used to this. Oh, my God. BH. Yeah. That is amazing. Thank you, BH. I just ordered a palette from them. And I was so excited because they have such beautiful pigments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the really bright pigments aren't vegan. They have the carmine in them. And I was like, I can't support that. Or they have the lanolin. I'm like, I can't support that. So I'd avoided them. But I saw an Instagram post that they have a sale, which they don't even need to have sales. Their prices are already incredible. It's cheaper than drugstore. But I went on there. $8.99 $8.99 for a palette of 88 colors. I was like, done, honey. And they had to buy one, get one of the liquid lips. So I bought a couple oh, because I was right. like, I'm trying to fill this card. I like that free shipping. You just gift those out. Oh now. my God. Thank them. you so much. Yeah. This is insane. I'm going to have to do a Facebook Live in the Honeys group to show all these <laughs> off. I don't know if their highlighter palette is vegan mm-hmm. or not. Well, like I but said, but if it is, you should get it. Yeah. Because the pig, they're. Amazing. Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna order one if not because yeah. uh, they label on the website it'll say vegan on which is mm-hmm. so nice I appreciate that so much because if not you have to find the ingredients read which isn't that big of a deal sometimes they don't even post ingredients some companies yeah and I'm just like get it together we trying to know what we put on our damn face yeah for well sure. thank you that is so sweet yeah, oh my awesome. god I'm I'm shook let's get into the questions okay because you we got a lot of questions. Uh, what are your tips for keeping makeup fresh in super humid, gross weather, a.k.a. Florida, from Tara from Florida? I'm sure you've dealt with this on set. 
You know, I've actually been so lucky, and I've never had to shoot anywhere human. Like all my shows shoot in L.A. or Albuquerque, and New Orleans sometimes. That's true, but when I go to New Orleans, I don't really wear that much makeup, yeah. and I don't shoot in New Orleans. So, I mean... I guess in general, though, keeping makeup on, you know, like, yeah. what's a good... A good setting spray, for sure. Like, the thing is, keeping it on starts with your base. So, right. good moisturizer, good primer, set that shit with translucent, and then you want a good setting spray. I, again, Urban Decay, yep. cruelty-free, all-nighter, all love yeah. it. It's actually really nice to hear, like, affirmation, because I really like Urban Decay, and I have all-nighter, um, and, and it's just like, I'm always spraying on myself, and I'm like, is this bullshit? No, I like it. Okay, there you go, because you um, see it all. I do, so for refreshing makeup, like, if your skin starts to, like, get dry, so what'll happen is sometimes your foundation will start to, like, break up mm-hmm. over the course of the day, and Dermalogica makes a hydrating, like, antioxidant mist, and I like to use that to just, like, spruce it up a bit. I don't know if they're cruelty-free off the top of my head. I'm not sure either. So who cares? <laughs> um, good to know. Let's see. That's a, okay, perfect. Um, Okay. This is a question from me because I'm selfish, and although a lot of people ask questions, I have some questions that I'd like answered, and we've talked about this off camera. Let's talk about the chicken skin under the eyes, okay? I always lament to you about my chicken under eye skin. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. (laughs) I I know it's partly because these iPhone cameras are just so terrible, and when you you know when you accidentally open your camera and it's on selfie, and you go, ah, I'm a mobster, like. Let's say I wake up, okay? It's me, I'm Jackie Johnson, I wake up, I'm going to an audition, okay? Walk me through the steps. How do I get my under eyes to not look like a damn chicken's beak? Okay, I don't think that your under eyes look like chicken skin, but I do know what you're talking about. It's just little tiny, like, pores, little yes. teeny tiny dots. Yes. They're so microscopic, no one can no. see them except First of for all, you. I have a, oh, I talk about my TV all the time. I have a giant TV that shows everything. <laughs> I've seen every damn, okay, handmade Tail. Nothing okay. should be shot in Lizzie HD. Moss on Handmaid's Tale, she ain't got no chicken skin, okay? The uh, the blonde actress that plays the wife, that girl ain't got no chicken skin. But I see them on other people sometimes, on men. or I'm like, ah, my chicken skin is bigger than all the men on TV. I got chicken skin of an 80-year-old man. Help me out. What do I do? Cover this up. I mean... The only thing you can do topically is use light reflecting particles to bounce the light off of your under eye. There's two products I like for that. Um, Smashbox Photo Op. Um, and then I really love the Laura Mercier Secret Brightening Powder. That is cruelty free. It like it doesn't work out so well in like real life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I were to look at you close up in right. real life, I'd still be able to see your little teeny tiny bumps. Yeah. But on camera, it's gonna help bounce that. I light mean, off. I'm all about that because I'm and on filters. camera, baby. You gotta be friends with your DP. You gotta yes. ask them to use them filters. That's true. That's what I always try to imagine. I'm like, you know, the, the star of the show, they pay the best people in the biz to make them specifically look good. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not my level yet. I just worked on Monday. I probably, they probably lit me to look terrible, but that's fine. Well, that's the thing. Like, if your makeup artist isn't friends with your DP, like, you need a new yeah. makeup artist. Yeah. My makeup artist is really nice. Um, her name was Amy. She works on a lot of Shonda Rhimes shows. She was the makeup artist on The Catch. Let's get to another question. So so you're saying I need to get one of these light reflecting things. Yeah. I hear that. Is it the Laura Mercier setting powder? Some people love that. Yeah, well, people okay, love they that. have their translucent setting powder, but then the secret brightening powder, it looks like the same container, but a small version, and it has a little bit of shine to it. So you don't want to like, use it on your whole face, or right. you're going to look oily on camera. But so, okay, let's say, okay, I wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup. 
Hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. <laughs> I do moisture. I do primer. Do you do foundation then concealer? Yes. Okay. I do. Not everybody does everything yeah. the same way, but that's how I do it. So I do foundation. I do concealer. Mm-hmm. And then I tap a little of that powder under my eyes. Mm-hmm. But like how much? Like if you've seen those baking things on YouTube no. where the women put, you hate I that. I mean, I've seen it. I hate it. Yeah. It makes me angry. You hate a lot of the like YouTube trendy yeah. stuff. I'm not into it. Yeah. I like very much like a classic, clean, pretty face. Yeah. You don't like the contours and I like a light overdrawing contour with powder. of the lips. I overdrew my lips a little bit for you today, though. I mean, they look fantastic. What color is that? Stila. I don't remember the name of the color. Because you wore, so for my wedding, because I'm picky as fuck, Kat custom made me a Stila lip. You mix three together Mm -hmm. to get the exact color I want because I'm insane. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's my day. It's my day, okay? You gotta mix colors all the time. Yeah. Well, you're a painter. It makes perfect sense. All right. I'm going to have to pick up some of that Laura Mercier. Because, listen, the chicken skin is my constant. Oh, but you asked how much is too much. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what I like to do is I have, like, a really fluffy eyeshadow blending brush. Mm -hmm. It's, like, you know, kind of a bigger one. Yeah. So I'll kind of swirl that in a cap and then just tap it. So you don't have, like, a ton of buildup on it. Yeah. But just swirl and tap. Swirl and tap. Very interesting, because for me, you know those little round brushes? Mm-hmm. that I I got one of those at Namie's, and I've been dabbing that. Okay. But I'm all about the swirl and tap. I'm going to try the swirl and tap. <laughs> so this is from Julie from Georgia. What is your best tip for preventing caking on full coverage foundation for an event? Your girl has enough oil to replace fossil fuels, and I need a pro to help. <laughs> so this is specifically for, like, when you want to do a face. Okay. So full coverage can mean a lot of things. You could get like a Mac Studio Fix, which is full coverage, but it's really heavy. It's not good for your pores. A lot of people break out. I mean, there's a lot of Mac products I love. I know they're not cruelty free, but like there are a lot of things I love. I don't want to yeah. shit on them. Studio Fix is like not my favorite, but um, I like to take more of like a medium coverage foundation. Yep. And where I need the full coverage, then just kind of build it up. And then I'll use like colored powder over certain areas instead of the translucent. Very interesting. When you say colors, you don't mean like purple, yellow, orange. You no, mean like. I mean like one that is, matches your pigment, skin tone. Right. Yes. And do you have one you like? Um, I don't know, like, kind of, like, my go-to is the MAC Mineralized Skin Finish, because it has, like, a nice light reflecting And do they have a lot it. of colors? Yeah, they okay. have, a, like, a pretty wide range. Nice. But I know you don't want to. No, like it's that. fine. I didn't mean to say that and fuck up this whole episode. <laughs> like, everything you have to say, you have to be, that was the opposite of what I was trying to say. I was just trying to say, like, I don't want to get emails from people that are like, Kat said she likes Mac, and you don't, you're <laughs> cruelty. And it's like, listen, I can't, I want everybody to have what's out there, okay? You Urban make your own naked, decisions. Naked skin powder, though, is really good, too. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. I have one of their powders, and I could not believe the color in it. Oh. Like, if I had a zit, I had a zit on my nose, like a Rudolph zit, mm-hmm. which every once in a while I get those, and it's really annoying because it's like, hello, zit, right on. And I put that over, and I was like, oh, bye. I was really impressed. <laughs> so that's good. So instead of buying a full coverage foundation, buy a medium coverage foundation and build it yeah, where you need it. Yeah, layer it where you need it. I like that. I think that's a good, good thing. Okay, let's see. Uh, obsessed with the pod. My question for Kat. I'm a new makeup artist here in the NYC, and I want to know the biggest mistake you see makeup artists regularly make. Um, keeping my fringe fresh and my neck cream. Casey with a K from NYC. <laughs> the biggest mistake. 
I mean, the one that really pops out in my mind is when people are doing a red carpet look for somebody who's going to be photographed with flash photography and they use like the Makeup Forever HD powder, which looks great on camera for, you know, motion, but not for flash photography because that's when you get like white that cast. white under the eyes. Yeah. yeah. I, that's like the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah. So just kind of know what job you're going into. Yes. And then assess accordingly the product. Yeah. Like all. OK, so makeup, like not all makeup is created equally. You're not going to use the same exact makeup as you would for like red carpet, daylight, flash photography being like on camera super hd like it's completely different and you have to know you have to know what you're doing you got to know what equipment's going to be uh, out there mm -hmm. but what about like i just want to know how did when somebody sits in your damn chair how do you know what to use you just assess them you look at them and you say okay your skin is this type it's this color it's this this so when someone sits in my chair the first thing i ask is do you have any skin allergies yep. or anything i should be aware of yep. Um, and then the second thing I ask them is, do you think that your skin is more dry? Or are you more oily? Or are you combination oily in the T-zone? Most people can give you an idea of what their skin Even type like is. Even like men? I mean, you do a lot of dudes. No, dudes don't know anything. Yeah. Um, but some women will just be like, I don't know, you tell me, you're the professional. But it's like, I've never touched your face before. Right. I've never put makeup on it, so I don't know how it's going to sit on your face. So that sounded really weird. Um, so I did. <laughs> I, I thought nothing of it, and I'm a pervert. <laughs> um, like, for example, like Kat Dennings, one of the most beautiful women I've like Her ever put Her skin is just a doll. Yeah, she's on camera. I've never stunning. seen her person. Yeah, her skin, like, she doesn't need a ton of coverage at all, but I had never worked on her skin before. So last season on Drunk History, I used my go-to, which is Makeup Forever HD. Not great for dry skin. What color was she? Because she looks a very, very, she's very fair. She's yeah. very fair. So I used a mix. It was probably, like, I don't know the new color numbers, but the right. old color numbers were like 110. Well, and like, I'm 117 and 118 mix. Okay. So. I was 115. Oh, wow. I don't even know what now it's like. R2 R underscore three. or something. Yeah. yeah. So I did her makeup last season. It looked beautiful for the first like 20 minutes. And then it started breaking up because I didn't know her skin. And it she's a little bit more on the dry side. So by the end of the day, I was like, oh. I'm, like, not happy with this foundation and primer that I used on her. So she came back this season, and I literally went to the store just for her. Because I was like, I need Gotta make it up, like, baby. A, like a medium coverage foundation that's, like, nice and hydrating and, like, has a glow to it. So I used the Kevin Aquan, um, like, Illuminator or something? Now, Liquid I've, foundation? I'm in love. It's, I've, like, my new favorite foundation. I've never used his stuff because it's very expensive. I don't know if it's cruelty-free off the top of my head. Um... That's I've wanted his stuff. I mean, I've seen I, the YouTubers are gaga for him. Oh my god, the, everything they make is wonderful. That's why it's so expensive, yeah. right? Yeah. But that that foundation I used on her, it, I didn't have to touch it up once all day. It was and she liked gorgeous. It. She loved it. She was like, "What is this? I want this." Like it was like color number one because she's so fair. Yeah. Or number or two because like there's w number one and number two. So one's like really pale and yellow based, and one's like really pale and pink based and she's the pinker yeah um but now i'm like i want to get that for myself so you just bought that one color for her just that one color i bought the two colors because i wasn't sure which one yeah. should be so i'm like she's real pale so i'm get the two palest colors very cool mm -hmm. i wonder if she knows that you got her a custom color i told her oh nice i said i went and got this just for you um i love that 
I mean, she's so pretty. Oh, my God. And she's so sweet and cool. It's like, could you be a perfect person? I've never met her, but, you know, she's friends with Malls, my friend Malls. Uh Shout out to Malls. And Malls has just nothing but amazing things to say about her and just how she's so sweet and quiet, like shy and just... I don't know why you think all actors are loud and like yeah. want to be the life of the party, but they're not. I wouldn't say she's like quiet or loud. Yeah. Like she's just kind of like a normal yeah. person. Well, that's refreshing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, let's see. So let's say you're a, you're not in the biz. You're just a gal living your life or a person living your life out there that likes to wear makeup. The, Sarah from Sacramento says, what basic staples should I have in my beauty kit? I'm a 30-something woman, and I have no clue. I like a subtle look that doesn't take a lot of time. And also, how do you choose a lip color that works on you? I think that's a very interesting well, question. Well, the whole thing now is you match your nipples. Right, which okay. we talked about yeah. on Natch Butte. But is there any other art to it? Like when you're doing makeup on a client, do you ever like assess their skin tone, their eyes, their hair, and just say, oh, I think this might look yeah, good. Yeah, it's also a combination of, like, what colors you're using on their cheeks and their eyes, and it's like, I like kind of more of, like, a monochromatic look. So do I, like, on my wedding. Yes. yes. All pinks. Yes, girl. But, like, there's pinks that are more orangey, and there's pinks that are more blue-based, so you don't want to use, like, a blue-based pink on your cheek, and then, like, an orange-based pink because then it looks clashy yeah. to me. I like more of a monochromatic look. So it, really, it's hard to say because everybody's skin tone is, like, so different. But I would just say in general for, like, the everyday woman, like, I'll go – I'll well, give you, like – Everyday person. Yes, everyday person. There's people Thank of you. all types that want to totally. wear makeup. Oh, my God. Like, I love all these boys on Instagram now that are, like, in full yep. drag with, like, a beard – I love it. Or, you know, non-binary honeys. It's, you don't, if it's you, real pretty. It doesn't Everyone matter what you are. Makeup. If you want to wear yeah. makeup, wear makeup. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, who doesn't want to enhance their natural beauty? Of course. So if we're, a, if we're a person wanting to make a good look. In your everyday. So here, this is my, because I don't wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. Like, I really don't want to do my job before I leave the house in the morning. Makes sense. I make It'd be it like if a gynecologist did paps on themselves yeah. every day. Nobody I take, wants that. I take 15 minutes to do my face. It might sound like a lot to other people, but to me, I'm like, this is nothing. So first, I moisturize. I like I use the Image Skincare uh, Vitamin C Hydrating Serum, and then I will go in with my Benefit Professional Primer because I have enlarged pores on my nose and my cheeks on my right side, so I like that one. That Benefit Primer works. I won't lie to you. I have one. it because I bought it a while ago. There are some others. I'll put them on Nashby.com. I got cup. Have you ever used Cover FX? I have played with it in the store, but I don't have any in my kit. They have a blur primer that's pretty comparable. Okay. But okay. it's expensive, but yeah. Um, so after I prime, then I make my own tinted moisturizer. It sounds like weird, but it's not really. So the Image Skincare Matte Moisturizer is really amazing. It has 30 SPF in it, which super important. Yep. Everyone should be wearing SPF every day. All the honeys know that. Uh, not every concealer mix mixes with a moisturizer, right? But specifically, the Image Skincare mixes so well with the Tarte Maracuja Concealer. Which so, you love. Oh, my God, that Maracuja Concealer. So did you not get on board with the shape tape? I got all the shape tape. Yeah. Mm, there, there, yeah. See, I, I, I like never bought Maracuja. it because I just, when something is very hyped, I get turned off. Yes. So I just never bought it. People are always like, shape, 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 tape. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I like Urban Decay Naked Skin. It works great for me. Yeah. And you love that other Tarte one. Maracu- the maracuja oil is so good. So what I do is I'll just, like, mix them in my hands. Like, I'll put, like, a little dash of the concealer on my hand and then a little tiny dollop of the moisturizer, and then I mix it in, and I put that all over my face, do my concealer with the tart maracuja under my eyes or wherever I got a pimple, and then I use my translucent powder, 
uh, a little tiny bit of blush. Uh, if I'm feeling real spicy, then I'm going to use a powder contour and a little powder highlight. I do not like a cream highlighting contour. It's too much. It's very Kardashian. Um, and then I fill in my eyebrows because even though they're tattooed onto my face, you got to fill in your brows. She's a brow queen. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And mascara. That's it. Yeah. That's what I do. And like I usually just use like Aquaphor on my lips. Like I don't wear a lot of lip color because I hate reapplying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. So that's a perfect segue into uh, brows. Yeah, let's talk about so, that brows. So Kat microbladed my eyebrows. She owns her own shop in L.A. where she microblades. So if you live in L.A. and you've been thinking about doing it, you got to go see Kat at Bone Structure. But let's talk about that. So what is microblading? People want to know. When you asked if I wanted to do it, I was on my honeymoon. I looked terrible. I was so dry. I got food poisoning in Paris. I was standing in front of the Mona Lisa, and I took a selfie with the Mona Lisa, and both of us have fucking terrible eyebrows. <laughs> and that's when, I'm not joking, I took the photo, and I even captioned it, terrible eyebrow girls. And I texted you at the Louvre, and I said, you're going to have my to blame my eyebrows, because they look like shit, quite frankly. So tell everybody what it is. I didn't even know what it was when you did it on me, because I didn't want to know. Okay, so what microblading is, is it's semi-permanent cosmetic test. Tattoo. Microblading is not done with a machine. It is done with a hand tool. There was an article that came out recently about Lena Dunham getting her eyebrows microbladed, and there was a video, and the woman is using a machine. So I'm like, that's not microblading. Ooh. Let's not call it microblading. Yeah. But her eyebrows do look great. Um but you use a hand tool that looks more like an exacto knife. Mm -hmm. But the blade isn't just a single blade. It's made up of a bunch of little needles so that when you dip the blade in the pigment, the pigment works its way up the needles so it will make its way into your face. So essentially what you're doing is you're making little tiny cuts in the face that look like hair strokes. So you're implanting that pigment into those little tiny cuts. And it lasts like one to three years. I explain it as a prison tattoo. Oh, yeah. Because in prison, that's pretty much what they would do to make a Stick tattoo of themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of like a prison tattoo on your face. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what else do people need to know about it? You just pretty much said it all. That's like, yeah, that's like what, what summary. Who would be a good candidate for microblading? Um... Most people, honestly, like I got mine done because my eyebrows are like little tiny check marks just in the inside corners of my mm -hmm. eyes. And I was sick of drawing them on every day before going to the gym because when you have no makeup on and drawn on eyebrows, you look crazy and then you sweat them off and you look crazier. So I got mine done because I wanted to be able to like leave the house without putting anything on my face. Um, but I've had a lot of clients recently who have like really good natural brows, but like they've just got like a little hole here. They want their shape more precise and perfect. And it's like, if you don't want to have to put any eyebrow makeup on your brows, microblading is for you. Unless you have a horrible skin condition, then maybe it's not for you. I have had a fight with my eyebrows since I was probably 10 years old. I've been fighting with them. I remember the first time I took a razor to my unibrow <laughs> in sixth grade. I went like this, just straight down the center of my face with a razor. And then... <laughs> 
it took a little too much off of one side, so I had to even it out. And then I went too far on that side, so I had to even it out. My sixth grade picture, I have no eyebrows. I have, like, tiny little, <laughs> you know, just the, the tails. And ever since then, I've been in a fight with them. I started getting mad at them, and I would overpluck and pluck directly from the middle of them because I hated them, and I wanted Christina Aguilera's tiny eyebrows. And <laughs> And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, big brows are in, and I've killed them all, and I can't get them even to save my damn life. The only time in my adult life that my eyebrows have been proportionate is when you have done them. Like, before you did microblading, I was like, you did my makeup for my headshots. I was like, if you make my eyebrows look even, I'm going to make out with you. And you go, well, get ready to make out with me. And you fixed them. Because Kat, like I said, she's a perfectionist. She's OCD. She's an artist. She proportionately can look at you and make one little hair different, and it'll completely change the entire framing of your face. The The shape of my eyebrows is snatched. And I honestly think that it's completely changed my life. I feel like people think I have my life together. I feel like <laughs> I've booked more since I've had my eyebrows microbladed. I just feel like it just gives my whole face a new cool look. Because you made a shape. Yeah. You made a shape out of it before. Yeah, because your eyebrows, they did, they can't, they were very far apart before. Yes. So we brought them in a little closer. Because I killed the hair. Your brows were kind of straight. We made a little bit more of an arch. And I used to have an arch. Have you seen those old pictures of yes, me when you I was had little? Great brows. What happened? What did I do? I did the same thing. I killed them. You look at my brothers, they literally have like big black caterpillars for eyebrows. And I look at pictures of me when I was young and I was like, I could have been that. Yeah. But my mother plucked my eyebrows off when I was like 14 and she has a single line of hairs for eyebrows. Yeah. And I wanted to look like Gwen Stefani. Yeah, we and all did. And it just never came back. Yeah. How did Gwen's come back? I don't know. Who knows, man? Maybe she had like eyebrow hair transplants. They do that. Surgery. I know they I've do. I've seen Dr. Orion. beards too. Dr. Orion does that. Kim Kardashian's doctor. However, I did meet somebody recently who said they had a makeup artist who had gotten that done and the hairs just grow in whatever direction. So they'll Ooh. be like straight out. So she had to like literally like plaster them down with like a heavy duty pomade. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, no. So, uh, should we talk about, like, price? For people that don't live in L.A., like, what should they look for when they're deciding to get them done? Uh, Like... Okay. So, in L.A., there's so many people you can go to now. It's like... The market is oversaturated. Just like with lashes. It's but like, like if you go to it. New Orleans, there's like only one place that's doing it. Um, but in major cities, it is getting really popular. I have had some people travel to come see. I have some. I had someone from Vegas. I have someone from Portland. I had someone from Atlanta come out to see me. Um, my whole thing is this is to be this. Be wary of this. Just because someone has a huge Instagram following and is booked months in advance, it does not mean they are the person for you. If you want that eyebrow that looks like everyone else's eyebrow, that Instagram eyebrow, you can get that from like a lot of people. But what I'm seeing a lot of people do who do that Instagram eyebrow is they're not matching the strokes to the natural direction of your brow hair. So like my eyebrows, they grow like at like a 45 degree angle in the inside corner. But what a lot of people are doing is a straight up and down stroke in the inside corner. So then where your hair and stroke overlap, you get a crisscross. So when I got my eyebrows microbladed like three years ago, she gave me that straight up and down. So now I've been putting like Retin-A on them every night to try and fade them out because I want to redo them completely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just look look for someone whose work looks realistic. You likes the sh- you like the shapes that they do, and that they don't give some everyone the same eyebrow. Like 
everybody's face is different. Everybody has different asymmetries. Like, look for somebody who gives people the best shape for their face. I mean, Kat literally draws a map on your face with rulers. Yeah. She does math. There's math involved. If, if somebody's microblading and not doing that, then, like, that that's, like, your first cue to you should probably go. Yeah, good point. <laughs> but I, all I'm saying is I'm impressed. I'm impressed by the whole art form, the math of it. Like I said, I've never had a, prefor- a proportionate brow in my entire adult life <laughs> until you fixed them for me. And I feel like a new woman, baby. It's my passion. I mean, like, when I get text messages from people, like, a couple days after being like, oh, my God, I Robin love Von my Swank's eyebrows. Robin Swank's fantastic. Oh, my God. I love doing ginger brows. So yeah. Fun. I know. It's too bad my real eyebrows are dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want ladies and men and whatever orientation you identify with to just feel confident about your eyebrows because they make a huge difference and people neglect them. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, they're like the the frame of your face. And I feel like for years I neglected them. And I look mm-hmm. at photos of me and I'm just like, what? Baby, honey, what? I mean, as you know, because you did mine, they, like you said, they were very far apart. <laughs> very far. You can park a damn Prius in between my damn eyebrows. My nail girl, uh, Violet, who works at my shop, her Instagram name is Oracle Nails. In case anybody wants to check her out, she's amazing. Um, She has good natural brows, and she was doing my nails last week. And I was like, when are you going to let me do your eyebrows? And she's like, I don't know. I've never just, like, been into brows. Like, I don't really give a shit. And then she saw a set that I had posted, and she was like, all right, I want you to do them. And I did them last weekend, and she's like, this is not something I ever thought I would be into, and I don't know how I lived without it now. Yeah. Um, it, it does hurt, though, right? Or have you figured be. out the, the numbing? <laughs> Some people are more sensitive than others. Like, you're a badass. Like, I did the pre-numbing on you, and then I was like, oh, do you want the second round of numbing? And you're like, no, nah, I mean, it hurts, but it's fine. Like, I am a pussy, and I'm and I'm covered in tattoos. And I'm like, no. Yeah, give cat's me a all tattooed of, honey. Give me all of the numbing cream. The second round of numbing is the best because you use that once the skin is open, so it goes into your bloodstream, and then you feel nothing. I had two people fall asleep last week. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. You just have to get through that first round. I mean, yeah, I, you know, uh, I've been through a lot of beauty pain in my life. I did pageants. Mm -hmm. My mom used to give me perms in the kitchen with, like, backwoods perm kits. I don't even know who would give her those because I'm pretty sure you have to have a cosmetology license. I don't know. My mom orders, like, she has catalogs for all her animals to order, like, uh, pills for her. You know, she worms (laughs) her uh, horses herself and stuff. When I was little, she would, like, feed me pills that were supposed to be for the horses and shit. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a miracle I turned out okay. Um, so, you know, who knows where she got those perms from? All I'm saying is my mom would narrow out my mustache when I was seven. She started narrowing out my leg hair when I was eight <laughs> mm-hmm. for pageants. I mean, so you can prick me, stick Do you me. Do that Jolene, the bleach? That's what my mom used to put on my mustache. No, Jolene. she would use straight up nair. Oh, she thought the shit burns holes Who in my skin. Who wears short shorts? Remember? Oh, I can't do that stuff. Well, I don't use it anymore. Now that I can control my own face <laughs> and my own hair. But yeah, I, I have a really high pain threshold for beauty. Mm-hmm. I would say. I know. I remember you being like really impressed. Yeah. With how I handled it. I always when people come in, they're like, "Is it going to hurt?" I'm like, "Well, listen, my friend Jackie's a badass, and she didn't even need the second round." That's right, baby. All right, let's see. This is a question from Charlene in L.A. What's the biggest misconception that you have about the industry? Oh. Um. Do you commonly do you use commonly available brand names or specific makeup artists brand names? We've kind of covered that. Oh. What's your favorite type of... What's your most satisfying work? 
beauty, character, etc. Oh my. Okay, so I was just saying to one of my assistants the other day that I'm like, oh, I just wish I only did like characters and effects. And she's like, but you're so good at beauty. That would be such a shame. And I'm like, yeah, I love doing beauty and I like making people feel pretty and I am good at it. But the most satisfied I feel is when I transform somebody to look completely different. And usually when I make them look unattractive. Like, I actually yeah. really get off on making people look hideous. <laughs> Josh Rubin played this character in Precious Plum, like, called Mama, basically. I remember on and, College Humor. Yeah, and yeah. he wears a fat suit. And the first season, the production was like, oh, you should use this this piece that, like, we've used before. And it was made of foam gelatin and it was awful. But then, like, the second season of it, I got, like, a foam latex, which is great and super lightweight and blended in so much better. And that – dude, that makeup I think is probably, like, one of my favorite makeups of all time. I like doing fat suit makeups mm-hmm. and old age makeups. Like, I made Bob Odenkirk look, like, almost 100 years old with the help of a couple of my friends and – it was so satisfying. <laughs> so maybe someday you can do my makeup to look like a demon or something. Uh, that'd be fun. Like yeah. an old demon. I just like I want to make you look like a, a regular person, but like a person that's not you. you yeah. Know? Like let's do like a nose and a chin and like a different eyebrow, or, like something. Ooh. Yeah. Can you make me have a little nose? It's hard to go smaller. It's easier to go bigger. But there are prosthetic lips. So we can, like, (gasps) make you look. Like, for Halloween, you should just be a plastic surgery nightmare. And we'll do, like, cheeks and lips and craziness. Oh, well. (laughs) You can do, like, a nose tip that, like, turns it up. Oh, and you can do all that. Yeah. Oh, my. I might have to come over. And you do wigs and you do all that shit, too. I I don't do wigs so much anymore unless I'm doing commercials because in commercial now they they still require makeup artists to do hair. But when you're in the union, like, you're in for one or the other. So when I was working at Funny or Die, I had more wigs than – I had a storage unit. Yeah, full you of gave wigs. me a bunch of them. I literally just gave them away because I wanted to get rid of them. Yeah. And I also bought another storage unit yesterday, and I was like, mm. I still have them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take them. I don't, I don't use them. Um, yeah. So you do hair, but like more for like special events, and that's not yes. necessarily yeah. Like because you did it. my wedding hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll do like weddings, red carpet hair, and stuff like that. But anything that's in the union, I am not. I'm not allowed to touch hair. Got it. You're mm-hmm. like, honey. And I like it that way. I mean, I like hair, and I'm, but I, if I'm doing hair, I only want to do hair. I don't want to do hair and makeup. It's too much. Yes. Well, all I'll say is I've never looked better in my whole life the day, than the day <laughs> of my wedding, and that's because I don't trust many people with this face, baby. And uh, you made me look snatched. And we did talk a little bit about, I know you used a lot of tart on me, the still a mm-hmm. lip. I um, think I have a list in my phone of what I used on you. Yeah. Because I think I remember you saying that you wanted to ask me about that. Yeah. I'm just. We but you might be bummed because I used some stuff on you that's not. I don't care. Whatever. Okay. I mean. So I used the Hourglass Veil Primer. Yeah. I used the Hourglass Veil Foundation. And I will say, I, I wept. I wept streams of wet down my face. And when I was done with the ceremony, I just went like this and I took photos and nothing. Like it, nothing was wrong. Yes. It didn't even leave a track in my you face. You just blotted when I you just went blotted. like this. You blotted. I did. I don't even remember. But all I'm saying is the pics look great. The makeup stayed all day. I, I'm very happy with the way your pictures came out. So, yeah, I used the Tarte Veil Foundation. Or no, sorry. Hourglass Veil Foundation Tarte Maracuja Oil Concealer. I my gotta fave. get that damn concealer. I did use the MAC Mineralized Skin Finish Powder. Yep. The Hourglass Mood Exposure Blush, which is one of my favorites. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know any. I feel like blush is like doesn't excite me. Like I only have one blush. You know what I mean? 
Really? Yeah, I just, I listen, I wear a lot. I, I feel like if I'm just going out to run errands, I don't have any makeup on, I'll uh-huh. do a sunscreen, a little blush, just to give me some color. But like, yeah, I don't get and, that, ex- I don't get like horny for blush. I love a palette, an uh-huh. eye palette or a lip, but I don't like look at blush and go, oh, baby, Those, I'm going to have dreams gotta, about this blush tonight. You got to get an hourglass blush. They're yes. life changing because they have light reflecting particles. <gasps> they give you a nice glow. Okay, yes, done. Um, I'm going to use your discount though. I'm going to make you buy it for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I use Anastasia Powder Contour in the yep. color Fawn. Ooh. I use the Becca Shimmering Skin Perfector Pressed Powder Highlighter in Pearl. Ooh, I need to get that. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, they also make it in like a cream and a liquid now. Like they I mean, have, like, Becca's got the highlights on lock. Yeah. Becca Champagne Pop. Is, I like their is, products. It's pretty much like a, everybody needs that. Yes. I did use the Smashbox 24-Hour Eyeshadow Primer. Um, I used the eyeshadow palette that I used on you was the Naked Three, which is the pink toned one, the Urban Decay. I have that. Yeah, that's that's so crazy. I didn't even know that you used that Mm -hmm. on me. I was in such a damn haze when you were doing my makeup, as you know why. Oh, I do. There was some drama going on in my family (laughs) that I was trying to compartmentalize to not lose my damn mind. You did a good job. Yeah, you kept it cool. Yeah. Um, I used the Beverly Hills Pressed Powder Brow Duo on you. Yeah, which I have now. Yes, I got that for you. And then I mixed, I mixed a Stila and an Anastasia liquid lip color, but I don't remember which ones there. Well, good luck because no one will ever recreate that color again. It was and perfect. The only mascara I used on you was the blink tubing on your bottom lashes because you had lash extensions yep. that day. Yep, mm-hmm. I sure did. I don't fuck around. Yeah, because I knew I'd be crying, and those lashes coming off is not a cute look. And I don't think I set your face. I mean, I didn't write I it in my notes. I remember you spraying something oh, I on did. it, but I don't remember what. I bet I used the MAC Fix Plus. Everybody loves MAC Fix Plus. I think that's what I had on me that day. Do you ever spray uh, eyeshadow with the MAC Fix Plus and then make it more pigmented? I don't. I yeah. mean, you can do that. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, that's a YouTube if, thing. If I'm going to, like, basically take an eyeshadow and make it more pigment, because like, you can take an eyeshadow and turn it into, like, a liquid liner. Yeah. But what I like to mix with it is the Inglot, like, Duraline, it's called. It's just, like, a little clear mixing medium in, like, a dropper. Inglot? Mm-hmm. What's that? You don't know Inglot? Girl, what's that? What? You've been, to Na- you've been to Nigel's, you walk in, there's a huge, as soon as you walk in the front door, you go to the left and there's like a huge Inglot section. Is Inglot a, a professional brand though, or can everybody buy that somewhere else? I don't think they have it at like Sephora or Ulta, but it, it, it's a professional brand. Yeah. All right, I see but you. But you're, you're all into the beauty. I'm surprised oh, you know that one. I mean, listen, there's so much to know. And as I say to everybody, I'm not an expert. I'm just a fan. You're getting okay? there, though. You're this getting is there. a hobby. Haven't gotten paid yet. <laughs> I'm impressed with your knowledge, though. I was listening to the Nicole Byer podcast last week, and I was like, oh, Jackie knows some shit about ingredients. Well, I'm doing. I'm learning. I'm, there's so much to know, honestly. It's quite there overwhelming. Is. And once you think you know everything, a new launch comes out, no. and there's a tons of shit. Sometimes I feel like I don't know anything. Have you seen that La- Natasha de la 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 sunset palette that's like $120? No, what is that? Natasha Denone, I want to say. Who's that? It's some damn palette in Sephora. It's $120. Is she like an Instagram or I don't person? know. I told you, I don't know. I don't know everything. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a mere mortal there's always- in this world. Okay? I am not a god. 
there's all these brands being started by like influencers now yes. and I'm like I don't know I don't yeah. know any of these well that's the thing I mean what do I say what does John Johnson always say if it ain't broke don't fix it it's great to get involved and get be part of the combo and try new things but if you like what you're using fuck it girl or boy or whoever keep it <laughs> keep what you got okay okay so why don't you tell everybody where we can find you on social meds, plug your shop, make sure everybody knows where they can contact you if they're thinking okay, about okay. getting their brows done. Okay, all of my uh, social media handles, I think, are all Cat Bardo. Don't follow me on Twitter. It's mostly me just shouting at Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, Instagram, though, I love. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Cat Bardo. Um, and then my shop is Bone Structure LA. At Bone Structure LA on Instagram. We have a Facebook too. I don't keep it updated that much because I'm horrible at social media and I hate Facebook. Um, but I have a website. It's bonestructurela.com. It has all of our services and all of our prices and all information you need to know about permanent, semi permanent content. And tell Cat you heard it on Natch Butte, just so your girl Jackie J. Yeah. So we know people are out there. Yep. I would like to know who's listening and then coming to me. Yep. Sounds good. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I think me. I've quite frankly learned a lot. I feel my hands are shaking because I need to go directly to the makeup store right now. I need to buy that Becca powder. I need to buy the Maracuja Luja Beluja Schlart Tart, whatever it's called, concealer. I need to go try on all my BH liquid lips. Yeah. So I've got a quite a busy day ahead of me. I want to see an Instagram story from you swatching all of these. Oh my god. But like if I swatch put them all on your arm, do I, something. There's How many do you think are in here? Like 90? There's like, I think there's like almost 30. Oh my, what am I, Adam's gonna kill me. My, <laughs> the makeup is taking over. <laughs> like it's like an amoeba, like growing every day. Yeah. It's like, like growing across my counter. I will give you a heads up though, the metallic finished ones mm -hmm. don't, aren't, they transfer more than the matte ones. Yeah, that And makes that's sense. across the board for yes, every brand. For sure. It's just about it's just about the molecules i mean i cannot wait to mix and play i'm 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 quite aroused i can't right wait now. to see you wearing them well thank you for being here you'll yeah. definitely have to come back i would love to yes thanks for being here um what do i already said everything at the top guys go to nashbutte.com i will list all the uh products that cat discussed with links i won't get paid from any of them you, if you want to click on amazon though i'll get a couple cents uh that's about it don't forget though whatever you do cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh